0: 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.
1: Now let's talk some science and from science in public. I'm joined by Bill Good day, Bill. Hi Matthew, how are you? Alright, thank you. Fascinated with the world's biggest plant though and it's been discovered off the coast of Australia.
0: Yeah, Shock Bay in Western Australia. It's a and I, I think I think it might also be the world's biggest organism, not just oh, plant. Wow! But um, but 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 it doesn't look like it. It looks like a it looks like a, a, a sea grass meadow. Um, so so what it is is it, it's um, it, it's ribbon ribbon weed, which we're kind of familiar with. Yeah, it's, it's like seaweed. But um, what what they've discovered is that this. This is just one plant, even though it uh, covers an area three times the size of Manhattan.
1: So okay wow, that's big so how how what's Manhattan just to put that in perspective I mean I can picture it but is that uh, well, 20 200, 200,
0: 200 square kilometers.
1: My goodness that's yeah. amazing
0: And, and what, what what's happened is it, it, it seems to have developed from one seed 4,500 years ago. Wow. Yeah, I mean it is kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of mind blowing to to think about. But what what happened is, and scientists only discovered it by accident. They were they were they were this, studying this this huge bed of bed of weed, and and were taking genetic soundings you know, here and there, kilometres, tens of kilometres apart. Yeah. and then they discovered that it was all. The same. The, the DNA was exactly the same, and they thought this is crazy. Um, it can't be. But um, one of the one of the one of the researchers said the answer just blew us away because it was just one plot.
1: Now, two hundred square kilometers. The conditions can't be the same from one end to the other and across in the other direction, can they? It's got to be different.
0: No. Well, that's the that's, that's the thing that, that that confused everybody because because um, it. it, it Seems to thrive in in um, very very different conditions wherever it is. It grows. It, this this thing grows a, a bit like a lawn. So so it throws out rhizomes, you know, yeah. like under, underground roots and and spreads by about thirty five centimeters a year. Wow. And so that's how that's how they worked out that it was four thousand five hundred years old. Goodness, because uh, yeah,
1: kind have, of kind of amazing. Have they found? The root, as it were, the central—I mean, where it all started.
0: Well, no, they don't. They don't seem to have exactly pinpointed that, but uh, but 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 uh, but they're still working on it. So, so oh. maybe they will find that.
1: That's great. So the world's biggest plant, essentially, or the most spread out single plant—the plant, yeah. biggest,
0: biggest, biggest single plant. Uh, previously, previously, people thought that the biggest single plant was well, the before they knew about this, um, was, was a, a fungus in, in, in California, uh, which was one, one organism that went, went a very, very long way in the similar sort of, sort of, sort of spread. Yeah. Um, but this, is, this, is, this is much bigger.
1: That's crazy. That's insane. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, all right. The hidden world of marine life discovered in Antarctica, in an Antarctic river under ice.
0: I realize I realize that we're, we're very marine heavy this week, yeah, but, right. but we're also we're also very uh, very uh, secret world mm. driven, <laughs> and this is a, this is another one, and it's it, people, uh, you know, scientists finding things sort of by accident. So what they've found is scientists, New Zealand scientists working in Antarctica, found um, swarms of tiny shrimp-like creatures. Which they've never seen before, deep between, deep beneath the um, the, the Antarctic ice shelf. Mm-hmm. They were um, they so they they were they were they were looking for they were they were investigating the ice, drilling into the ice um, for to 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 investigate um, climate change and the effect of, of that on the ice shelf. And they broke through and found this buried river uh, and and a, and a huge cavern of water and full of full of these um, amphipods they're called, little, little creatures about five metres long of, of the same sort of animals as lobsters and crabs, mm. but um, but completely unexpected.
1: Gee. So, <laughs> what to do with it now? I guess they've got samples of them and they'll examine them for well, sure. Well,
0: they're going to mon- monitor it. I mean, this is very remote. I mean, it's yeah. hundreds of kilometres inside the ice shelf in Antarctica, Goodness. and um, the cavern itself is a huge, huge affair. It's like you know, a vast cathedral-like cavern, uh, five hundred metres below the ice. Um, so they've they've left they've left. Um, they've left equipment down there, cameras and monitoring equipment to keep an eye on these, these these things and see how they develop. But it just does make you wonder how much is out there that we
1: oh yeah.
0: how many species are out there that we haven't even discovered.
1: For sure and and you know forget about what's deep under the ocean. I mean Antarctica itself must have so many secrets we are yet to unlock.
0: Well, that's right and 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 you know the the um the 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 other side of Climate change is that these are becoming more apparent as, as the as the ice retreats. But yeah, because um, because of course the um, the Antarctic used to be a a rainforest in mm. millions and millions of years ago. It has always been covered with ice. Yeah,
1: yeah, must be a lot there under the snow. Now, um, great white sharks might have seen off their predator, the the megalodon. The
0: megalodon. Well, I'm sure lots of lots of lots of your listeners have um, seen the movie the meg yes. um, <laughs> this, this this huge shark, this huge shark that grew up to eighteen meters long up to sixty sixty tons wow. um uh, and and there's been a mystery there's it's been a constant mystery about um why it died out i mean something so powerful, something so big, something so indomitable uh why it died out uh and there's been lots of lots of considerations about whether it was climate change whether it was whether it was changing conditions uh, but but now they think that um the great whites that are still with us uh, might have might have um might have just ate ate all its food
1: really okay
0: <laughs> so they 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 found out this because they studied uh, they studied the um there's, there's lots of megalodon teeth this In fact, finding megalodon teeth was the first way we found out about megalodon anyway. Mm. And um, it suggests suggest they, they, they looked at the, some of the um, uh, chemical compositions uh, in, the, in the teeth, and that suggested that they were competing for food with other, for other predators, um, and the great white shark was there as very ancient creatures, sharks, of course. Um, and so it might have just been a battle for diminishing stocks of whales and, and, and other other prey like that that might have pushed the poor old megalodon to extinction
1: poor old thing what a shame
0: <laughs> yeah three months well'm I'm kind of kind
1: of kind pleased I the know of, of the milk. <laughs> yeah. it'll be as big as the jetty <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy oh yes. Pretty amazing. It is amazing. Um, look, let's uh, let's hit dry land for a bit, and uh, we'll sort of worms are helping to rehabilitate the polluted parts of the Kurong.
0: Yeah, not just the polluted parts. Um, they're, they're, it's, 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 the scientists have found a way that, that gives us a little bit of hope. Um, given low flows out of the Murray Darling system, that uh, we might be able to rehabilitate parts of the mm-hmm. Uh So what they've done is, is they've done two things. Uh, they've moved um, uh, poor sediment, 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 the, the mud at the bottom of the and mud and sand at the bottom of the Goulburn, yeah. to healthier areas, mm-hmm. and they've also re- and then returned worms to the system, pretty ordinary worms, um, uh, squirt worms they're called in, in commonly but Simplifitia acquisitus is mm. the, the, the Latin name for them mm. um, but by returning them, uh, what they've discovered is that they've, they've reduced salinity of the, the water uh, nearby they've um, removed some of the pollutants sulfites and, and, and ammonium concentrations um, in the area uh, which are fatal to other other animals um and um happens very fast um it, it, it rehabilitates the, the the local area where these worms are put back
1: very quickly hmm. so how do they do that they just go through the soil i suppose and, and clean it as they go
0: well they're filter they're filter eating animals yeah. uh, worms and and they they also um the it, process process called bioturbation which basically means disturbing bottom yeah. of the bottom of the bottom of the sea and and that what what it seems to do is to to kick start um the food cycle the natural food right. cycle um and it it it's very hopeful because you know we're, we're going to, despite this despite this wet period we're going through we just know that there's going to be and the Murray Darling again, mm. um, and, and and it's you know the, hopeful that that we've got other ways of of rehabilitating the Kurong. yeah, because it's a wonderful part of the world.
1: Yeah, absolutely, it is, and uh, it should be. Uh, all all attempts should be made to to preserve it. Absolutely, good on you, Bill. That is that is all so interesting. I love that plant story off uh, WA's coast. Amazing. Yeah,
0: it's, 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 Pretty wild, isn't it? It is one plant,
1: two hundred square kilometres. <laughs> one that is plant, two hundred
0: square kilometres. Well, it's, it's it's Shark Bay, you know, and Shark Bay is is a very ancient landscape yeah. up there. You know, they've got um, got all got all sorts of ancient ancient um ancient beings up there, which is kind of kind of remarkable. Yeah. So. But uh, but that is really quite
1: quite amazing. One plant, yeah, crazy. All right, Bill. Thank you so much for all of that. No problem, Matthew. Lovely to talk to you. Well, likewise. Speak next time. Thank you, Bill Condy from Science in Public. It's amazing, isn't it? There's so much going on, and uh, it's great to hear about it firsthand from from people like Bill and and uh, his uh, his colleagues at Science in Public. It's a media training organisation. And uh, they're right on top of what scientists uh, are doing day to day. So uh, hands on with the latest news, which is pretty cool.
0: Five A nights with Matthew Pantelis.